Welcome, you're listening to Pretty Extreme Podcast, episode number two. I am your host, PX Floro, producer of PX Comedy, and I have an awesome, awesome guest tonight, today, because you could be watching this in the morning, and we have Atu Walker in the building. Yo, what's up? Yes. Thank you for having me on, PX. I really... No, the pleasure is all mine. Thank you for doing the second episode. I piloted it with uh, Jaime Birdman. The Birdman. The Birdman. And then, like, I was listening to it, and there's this part where I whisper, that's scary. And when I was listening to the podcast, I forgot that I said it, and I heard it, and I was like, that's hella scary. Oh. Because it didn't sound like I said it. It sounded like a ghost. Was it, was it like ASMR or whatever? What? Have you heard of this thing, A... SMR, I think, is where people uh, get these really sensitive mics and they like breathe into it. Oh, and then they play. That's like white noise. uh, Yeah, and they open like potato chip bags and like crunch potato chips. What? Yeah. Wait, wait, but there's no ghost in it. No, there's no ghost, but (laughs) it's like this mic that they use and then people are kind of like making the noises. Making the noises, and supposedly it's supposed to be like really calming to people and shit. I don't know. Listen to someone here. Eat pe- uh, potato chips would not be calming to me at all. And people will make a major bank on it on Instagram. I've seen the lady who shit. smashes her face on bread. Oh, wow. Have you seen that? No. Dude, it's on Instagram. It was just like in my feed and it's like this Asian chick and she's like has her video and there's like music playing or whatever and she'll have like a, uh, like a sourdough or like a slice of bread and she'll just like pound her, her face on the table well not on the table on the bread wow and, and then she's I, making dough doing and she's dude it's like million views i'm like why are people watching this girl smash her face it's like bread? the same thing with those kids where they watch other kids open, open stuff. and i'm like <laughs> i almost thought about doing that with my kid but then i was wait, like wait. i can't handle this no no he'll start <laughs> doing it on his own you won't have to show him that like know. my kids they they uh I'll watch what they're watching and they'll do it for hours. They'll literally watch this like little girl. We're going to open a blind bag and then slime and then we'll make slime. And then they just watch. And I'm just. Yeah, my kid's obsessed with making slime. But I'm like, dude, there's these kids who have like a million views just because they're opening a toy. And I'm like telling jokes and I can't get like five views on my my YouTube. We can't go the traditional route. You gotta, you gotta like fade. Or maybe you gotta be of a certain age to be able to break through so quickly. I don't know. I don't know what it is. I think, I think there's, there's something to be said about all this random shit that's going down. I don't know. I, I, have you seen Black Mirror? Yeah. Um, I feel like Black Mirror is like a prediction of what the future can be like if we ever, if we ever, if there was ever someone smart enough. But now I feel like they're setting that, they're planting that seed for these people who are like, we don't have that technology. I'm going to freaking build this technology. I mean, we live in Silicon Valley. I mean, we we still ain't living life like the Jetsons, bro. We always Japan hasn't made though. Japan, like you can get your cell phone and pay for shit. I mean, you can do that here too, but. They have those like pods now where you can yeah. like, see, and they're really clean cities compared to. You've you know, been to Japan? No, but Korea, which is kind of close. And they have an extremely, extremely clean city. Like I, in South Korea, of course, I would, if I drop something on the floor, like a potato chip, I would feel comfortable about picking it up and putting it in my mouth, depending on how 
how long it took. Yeah, you wouldn't be doing that in San Francisco. Hell no. You wouldn't get, even do you, that if the you wind watch, blew. You watch a potato chip hit the ground, and then you stomp on it, make sure nobody else eats it. Yeah, even, <laughs> even the birds. You don't even want the birds to eat that. Yeah, you just grind that into the dirt. We, we, we had a stopover for eight hours in Korea, and then... I was uh, looking at the ground, and I and we were at a you know flea market, like an Asian flea market. Not one piece of trash on the ground. Not yeah. one. Not even gum. But I heard it's illegal to like spit out there or something like that. So I didn't. I don't care, it. dude. Be in a place that clean, man. <laughs> like you have to live in a place that's dirty. Yeah, like can you imagine where, like, on a societal level, there are no hoarders. No, 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 no. I didn't say there's no hoarders. Yeah, but th- th- there, there's definitely hoarders. Have you seen? Hoarders? Have you ever seen? You saw Black Ink Chicago, right? Uh, no, I haven't got into that show. Have you watched Black Ink at all? I did watch Black Ink. I think I like caught like the first few seasons. There's two kinds. There's Black Ink and there's Black Ink. Black. Black I watched Ink the original Chicago. Black Ink. Yeah, no, which, I like both of them. And the black, but the Black Ink Chicago, like four seasons in, five seasons in, this Korean chick joins. And then she talks about how, like, she was living in the hood, like, in Korea. And she shows this. So they all go to Korea to go find find her mom. And she checks out this storage container. And it's, like, a hoarder. She's, like, we were living in here. And it was, like, a hoarder's storage container. And I was, like, that's in Korea? You would never think because it's such a clean place. But I'm just saying, it's possible. I mean, I didn't say there was no hoarders, you know. But I was just saying that, you know. But that's actually not what I want to talk about. What I want to talk about is you are a big... uh, advocate for reaching out to the community and you're also a comedian yeah and i wanted to let the listeners know how long and what inspired you to do comedy oh hmm well what happened to me i think it was like a unique case like i have been every, doing every i think every comic has a, even they if even if they don't pursue it they just have a unique case and I only say that because I just heard, uh, talked to Birdman and his was actually pretty interesting. Mine's interesting. I'm sure yours is interesting. Yeah. I don't know. Like, um, I used to do, I used to work for an American program called Public Ally. And what? Public Ally. And what kind of program? It's AmeriCorps. So AmeriCorps is like. Uh, is that like the, it's like the domestic, Job Corps? Yeah, like Job Corps, Domestic Peace Corps. It's an opportunity for privileged people to go live in a poor community and try and fix everything. You did this? I did it as a participant who's like from or of the culture, but I can communicate in white ways. Right, 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 right. right. You're like an ambassador of... Yeah, I'm an ambassador of of black culture to white people. Right, of course. So was this in a white area? No, well, yeah, San San Jose to me is like hella white. Compared really? to where I grew up, I grew up in oh, Pasadena, that's right, California. That's right. So Atu is not from here, which mm-hmm. is fun fact because uh, I feel like you'd be a native. A lot of people think I am when they first meet me. Yeah, just because like I, I don't know how it was possible, but like the grouping of friends that I've had because I came up here and did city year. Um, you did city year too. I did city year. Is that two. how you came up here? That is how I came. Oh, up here. so I was involved. So what in- year was this? The year 2000. The year 2000. It was a beautiful time. <laughs> I was young. I was spry. I was right, like, right. You're, I was a whipper. You're, you're fresh out of high school still, like a couple years out, right? Yeah. But for some reason, uh, moving up here opened up my, like, ability to socialize. Because when I was in high school, 
I don't think I socialized with a lot of people. I think I was kind of a recluse in high school, now that I reflect on it. But um, isn't, like, down south, because Pasadena's down south. Yeah. Isn't it very, like, you know, people like to, Sorry. you know, be sociable. People like to be out in that south, Pasadena. southern, beautiful area, you know, southern California weather. Pasadena has a culture on its own. It's very, it's very similar to, to Palo Alto, but, like, there's also, like... Palo Alto. So it's like Palo Alto. Mm-hmm. So Palo Alto is a city full of like... Rich white people. No, bougie rich white people. Uh, oh, so fancy show off. Yeah. Fancy. So uh, there's, there's like a particular vibe yeah, to like... there's rich white people who are like not bougie. Yeah. They're just all the rich. Yeah. <laughs> so so Pasadena kind of has that kind of vibe. Like I, I, I can't... It's unmistakable to me, the feeling. Yeah. So... Because when I go down there, it's such a distinctive style of, of how people are and living. Like, I don't know. So you go to Palo Alto, it kind of reminds you that. Yeah. Very similar. So where I grew up was like East Palo Alto. Oh, was it East Pasadena? No, no, it wasn't. <laughs> was no, it was Northwest Pasadena. <laughs> oh, okay, did you say, did, were there represent, people represent the Northwest? Like, yeah. NW, NW? Yeah, no, I, don't, I don't know. If it was. I don't know if it was that. It was, we definitely had gangsters out there, you know. Well, there's like, gangsters everywhere. Yeah. It was like, but it's, well, it's so SoCal, there's a lot of, there's a lot, there's a little, I mean, yeah. same thing in San Jose, but. But I think everybody experienced this in a time when we were young. Where like the block was hot in the in the late eighties and early nineties. The block was always oh, hot. Yeah. Like it don't matter where you lived, if you live in urban culture anywhere in the United States, even suburban culture, the block was hot in in certain places. So like So going from Pasadena to here, this is where you started doing comedy though, in San Jose. Uh, I I think I'm telling the story longer. <laughs> wait, 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 start like, <laughs> let's, let's start back in two thousand. Okay, so I moved out here in the year two thousand anyway. We could we can talk about the differences between the Bay and L.A. all day. But yeah, no, that's that's so you crazy. You clearly love it here. Yeah, I love it here. I don't know why. I felt... You don't know why? Yeah, I do know why. Okay. <laughs> I didn't feel... I felt relieved and I didn't feel judged as much. Because I don't think a lot of people spend a lot of time trying to figure me out. You know, like... Yeah. I don't know. I just... You feel, I, you feel that people don't take the time to meet you? Or like... Or people in Pasadena didn't, aren't the type of people that want take the time to get to know somebody. I don't want to say that because, like, I think I was so shy and embarrassed and self-conscious that I didn't spend a lot of time connecting with anyone. There. But you did go to your 20-year reunion. Which was a dumb idea for me. Why? Why? Who says that? Your pictures seem so happy. <laughs> you hot as a person. Are you guys listening to this? This guy posted a, a beautiful picture oh, from his high school reunion. And it was a really good picture. Super chipper. Had his, uh, what is that superhero guy? That black superhero guy. What? He had a Black Panther outfit on. I have my Wakanda suit. Yeah, he had his Wakanda suit. Got to represent. Yes. And we were so, at the Akubalan but now, you, now you got to break it down before you tell us yeah. when you started doing comedy. Why was it such a bad time? I thought everyone, you know, if you go, you know. It wasn't a bad time. I just was, I just felt awkward, man. Like, I didn't you're feel, so shy. Like, <laughs> it's just like, I, yeah, I was shy. I forgot how shy I was. Oh, my gosh. So you like, so 18 year old. It just, you, yeah. Came back out. It just resurfaced like, what? You oh. know, because some of these people I haven't seen in like over a decade. If not more, because it's 20 no, years. No, like, like I haven't seen them since I left town. Like, I never. Oh, back in 2000. I didn't keep any connections. I didn't reach out to anybody. I didn't. But I mean, did they reach out to you? 
I don't think it was about that. I think I just didn't do it. And then, and then like, I was. Why were they like, you didn't hit me up, bro? Were they like that when you got over there? Or what? I don't, it's like, I was so insecure in high school that I didn't believe people would actually really be my friend. Or even notice that you were gone. Yes. Okay. But people did. I know. Oh, <laughs> what do you mean? Didn't people notice when you went to the high school you're like, dude, where have you been? No one really said that to me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. It's a, it's I funny. I see where this is going then. Okay. Okay. So, so imagine. You okay. School, okay. You, may, you felt the same way 20 years later. No, this is what it was. I think I, I think I get, I think I can hit it a nail on the head, the feeling. I think I can hit it a, a nail on the head on the feeling. It's like, you know all the people that you follow from your high school on your Facebook profile? Yeah. Like, it's you like, follow them. Like, it's, friends. You follow them. You're not friends? And then a couple of people that follow them that recently added you show up, too. But, like, basically, you go to your high school reunion and see the people that you're Facebook friends with. Okay. In face-to-face. <laughs> so, I could see that being kind of weird. Yeah. It's like, it's like uh, I mean, was it like a catfish where you're like, okay, you so don't like <laughs> And you look, this is how you look in real life? Like, how I it? don't, I don't even know. I just. The majority white people. No, it's, it's, no, it's, it's indescribable experience in some ways. Like, you just can't imagine. Okay. All right. Well, then that leads to 10 years ago, 10 years ago, flashing back to 10 years ago. Okay, cool. If not longer, actually earlier. Speeding up the timeline. Two thousand, so we, we can skip over a lot of stuff. We're back in two thousand. Yeah. First comedy set. Where did you do it? Um, actually, I did an open mic. I call okay. it Cavacito, and then it wasn't Pasadena. No, no, here in here in San Jose. So you're, like your comedy soul was born in San Jose. Ha, yeah, easily. That's good. That's cool. So was mine because I'm not from you know why raised here, but technically I just still don't feel. You know what I mean? From here. Why? Because I wasn't born here. Where were you born? I was born in Japan. (laughs) (laughs) And it's like, I've never felt like I fit in anywhere. Like growing up, I never felt like I fitted in. And when I started doing comedy, it was the first time ever in my life where I felt like I fit in because no one's the same, obviously. Mm. Yeah, sure. Some mannerisms might be the same. Some people's voice might be the same. Like, Ben Del Castillo and Norm Macdonald. They yeah. sound hella the same. You know, like not not the jokes or anything, just the voice. You know what I mean? There's a couple. So there's bound to be some twins with the amount of, you know, comics that are in the network. But I'm just saying I finally fit in. Like in high school, I didn't hang out with the Filipinos. Why not? Because hang out they didn't, they, I don't know. I felt like they didn't like me. I mean, like we just never it was like, hey, what's up? But didn't hang out. And then I hung out with the Vietnamese people, which even then I kind of didn't really fit in because they're like, they'd speak in Vietnamese. And I'm just like, I don't speak Vietnamese. So like, you know what I mean? And there was a couple of Chinese people in there too, but they could speak to each other in Chinese. So, and, and I had friends, acquaintances. And then as I got older, you know, I was like, I was super shy too, but I still, still tried to get involved in school stuff, you know? And then fast forward to now, I've never felt so involved and that's why i love hanging out with my comedy family because i really feel like they're a family i hate when people say they're not family because they're not blood you know what i mean like no because sometimes i have family that's blood that's really really shitty and my friends are the ones that actually come through on the times that you know what i mean i least expect it and there's some a couple handful of family members that do you know what i mean but you know what i'm saying anyways anyways 
back to um, your first set. Yeah. Who gave you your, who gave you your first set? Do you remember? No, they had an open mic over at Cafecito. Who was hosting? Um, who was it at the time? Oh, this dude named Jonah. He would host it, and then it was like a coffee thing, or it would be like different hosts. Uh, there was this guy named Ghost that I think ran the place. And then, I don't know, this dude had alopecia, so he was like this white dude that looked like powder. I don't know. Wait, wait. He was albino? I don't know. (laughs) I just don't. All I remember is his name being Ghost, and I don't know why I don't remember his real name. Like the guy Powder from the movie Powder. Yeah, no. He just disappeared anyway. (laughs) He probably died. I don't know, man, dude. <laughs> don't don't knock on right now, <laughs> that knock was like on on ten times sound on the phone. Oh, sorry, that's no, no, okay. Okay, so you did your first set. Sorry, I didn't mean to bring up some weird feelings. Oh, that was weird. That was hella weird. Push the juju out the out the window. We're on the top floor of the Hilton. I can, you know, uh, side note. Hopefully, people who listen to the first episode are listening to the second episode. The reason why I keep saying the Hilton is because Jimmy Gunn, uh, when he did the podcast with me and Chris Mitri and star uh, comedians are people too, yeah. he would say, we're on the Hilton. And I'm just like, yeah. <laughs> and so I'm like letting that ride. And I mean, Hilton is not sponsors for this podcast, although it would be nice if they wanted to, um, you know, give some free rooms. That'd be always cool. But anyways, um Free Back room. to your first set. So how long did, did you get it? Did you have a good set? I mean, you had to have if you did it again. I mean, it was like it was poetry. It's like was there comedy poetry. in it though? I don't know if I was performing or just doing what I thought what people would like. You don't remember? Yeah, I don't even remember what I. So what's the said. most earliest set that you remember that you had a great set? And you're like, fuck yeah, it killed. Um. When did you realize you started started doing comedy? How about that? When I decided to just keep going. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. There's been hard, a lot of those moments. These are hard questions. How long have you been doing comedy, Atu? How about that? So just let's just say too long. <laughs> I don't think okay, I'm gonna tell anybody how long. You don't have to tell anybody. No. I mean, I think I just want to let everybody be like, I don't know. Well, how long you been doing comedy? Atu is really 700 years old. <laughs> he is. He has an old soul. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, I so, wish I could be more chill. <laughs> to, if you're any more chill, you'll be an ice cube. Hey. Um, oh. Polar bear. <laughs> well, actually, a grizzly bear because you're not white. Oh, that's true. Like, <laughs> They're pretty warm. Yeah, a big grizzly, yeah. Grizzly bear. Okay, so back to... That'd be cool if bears were the color of their ethnic backgrounds, too. Like, if it was a Chinese bear, it's all yellow. <laughs> it's a yellow bear. <laughs> I'm just saying. I mean, okay. pandas, I mean, that is very, very Asian thing to do. Go with that color clash. Yeah, but that's not true that the pandas only eat... You know, I mean, the pandas only eat bamboo. Is it by choice? You know what I'm saying? Because, like, I'm pretty sure... Asian pandas don't eat just bamboo. Mm. You know, just throwing it out there. Especially with Chinese. All right. Enough about the Asian people. Asian people are going to be like, I'm turning off this podcast. Uh, I'm just kidding. I love me some Asian people. Hello, I'm Asian. I don't sound Asian right now, but I am. Okay, so back to doing comedy. 
Yeah. What inspired you? Did you just do Poetry Slam and then you got laughs and you're like, I'm going to try No, I try to do a radio show. I try to do some other things. Like, uh, I don't know. Uh, I've always had, like, this voice for a while. Yeah, you do. So You have an amazing voice. Mm-hmm. And, and I think uh, that's definitely something that makes you stand out when you are doing. Do you do any jokes on that? Like, you have a very wide voice or... Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have this joke. I have this joke where I pretend I'm Batman at the bank. Yeah. Okay. Do it. Okay. it Wait, like, Batman? Like, oh, uh, Batman yeah. now or old Batman? No, you remember when uh, Dark Knight Batman came out? Yeah, and yeah, like yeah, that yeah, deep yeah. Voice. Yeah, like scratchy. Uh, <laughs> I want to eat your body whole from the inside because I'm starving for you. That that's how he talks at a bank. That's pretty scary. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, no note. <laughs> no note. That's so creepy. But it was like it's about me like uh, going to the bank and like whispering in people's ear. I'm Batman. Yeah. Don't move. There's robbers behind us. <laughs> Stay cool, man. Do you remember? Uh, someone said Batman. Uh, hard like hard nipple suit Batman. There's like a name for it. <laughs> like, and I was like, what? And I thought it was like they're trying to try, they're trying to talk about Michael Keaton. That's what I thought they were talking about. But they're like, no, no, hard suit nipple. George bump. Clooney, dude. Did he have hard? Did, they, they're the, the, the way the armor was on there was like it's all the like muscle ripping. <laughs> it was so weird. It was, they, so it was weird. a topic of conversation. I don't know where I was at, but it was a topic, was like, and I was like, what? On? But anyways. Who would wear that? Obviously Batman. <laughs> All four of them. All different Batmans. All right. So back to doing comedy. You run a yeah. room. Yeah. So so I had this job for a while doing all that other stuff. And then I decided to quit everything and then do um, just About the radio. figure my life out. Okay. There was a stage in my life where I kind of quit everything. And then I just wanted to figure out what I want to do in my life. And then I decided. You're working at the time? I wasn't. Did you have a kid? No. No kid? No work? Yeah, it was like when I was like, from like 25 to like 10 years ago. About 10 years ago. And it was good. It was a good time. And then I learned some good lessons, you know. Life choices. Yeah, you know, I learned some things about myself. As we should. Yeah. And then I eventually did decide on just doing comedy because it was the only thing that was easy to me. Mm -hmm. Like, just get up and talk about people. natural. And crack jokes and stuff. And then I used my organizing skills to get people to come out to these shows and showcase comedy and then um, have like a fun thing with music the, the, there's a really good DJ that everybody should know now like DJ Beneficial like he used to be my drop. yeah like background music like that was back in the day stuff now you know? yeah I remember Britannia Arms was one of the rooms they used to run yeah I love that show and then it tanked yeah. and then they they fired me really badly Britannia Arms did? yeah oh and then, no one's saying anything about that touchy subject and then <laughs> no oh. they know what they did yeah. what they did was fucked up that and don't talk was, about ghost dude yeah. <laughs> yeah and it was right after i got my ass whipped by the police so so that was 10 years ago no that was 2013 okay so that's yes yeah, five years since then you know 
That's crazy. Yeah, so you were a victim of police brutality. Pretty much. And, I mean, they definitely are, you allowed to talk, are you allowed to talk a little bit about it? Because, I mean, you brought it up, so I do have some questions. Oh, yeah. It's not, like, going to be, like, interrogating questions, though. No, go ahead. Okay, man. so, like, it's been about, you said, five years since that incident. And yeah. what was the outcome? Were they charged? Were they anything? Disciplinary action? Did the, was there an apology from no. the city? But I got to tell them how I felt about it to their face. Really? So that was it was worth doing it. I did they know what I they did? About. Yeah, they know what they did. I mean, did they even apologize? No. Nah, what? Not they don't want to admit guilt. They don't want to admit guilt. But you identified them. That's that's a crazy crazy topic. Um, so we're on that note. We're gonna go on a quick break. Oh snap! Yeah, we're gonna go on a quick break, and we'll be right back. Which no one's gonna even really notice. And we're back. That was like five hours later. Yeah. <laughs> we went and did laundry. <laughs> went grocery shopping. Um, <laughs> we're still here with Atu, Mister Atu Walker, who I met at the caravan. That's where I think where I first met you. Yeah. Um, I, I was at the beginning, the start of my comedy. I was like probably a year in when I finally went to the caravan. And I have to say one of my, some of my most amazing experiences was uh, doing sets at the caravan and Woodham's, like those places. And I feel like if I can get to those people, I can get to anybody. Yeah. You know what I mean? And there was some times where I ate shit too. I'm not going to, I'm not going to say that. <laughs> but it was always freaking unicorn ride. But what is the craziest thing? I mean, how long have you been running that room at the caravan? Caravan, it's been four years there. Almost. We're, yeah, we're running up on five years right now. Dang, that's dope. This that's five dope. years is right around the corner. That's dope. And what is the craziest thing? Because I can say one crazy thing that I saw happen at the caravan. What is, you can say two or three, because if there's too many to choose from, what is one of the craziest things that you've seen that happen at the caravan? And this is an open mic that happens every Wednesday. Starts around what, eight, nine? Um, nine, 30. When we first started, it was like, let's get it started at nine o'clock right on the dot. Yeah. And then... Were you running Caravan and Britannia no, at the same time? No. No. Time. So I lost Britannia Arms in in December, and then by February, I was starting nice. um, the Caravan. And Rachel, it was Rachel's idea. She told... Shout out, Rachel Warner. Yeah, Rachel told Bev, and awesome then Bev movie. was like, all right, let's try it. Let's see what happens. And then, like, the first night that it happened, like, there was, like... 150 people in there like it was packed i was sweating I was like, <laughs> you know what i mean like so like we had just pulled us all this together and so was like, it an open mic or was it a showcase i don't know every comic that i knew came that's dope. and then everybody that i knew came to and this you hosted place, it the caravan and there. you hosted the shit out of it the I don't first know. night i think i fucked up poor i did the poor. first night Oh, guaranteed. <laughs> guaranteed. Pardon. No. Guaranteed. I doubt that because no. how was it the second time around? Was there not as many people? Did it just. No, time? it was. I mean, it just okay, kept, so. It kept going like that for a little while. I mean, they've been doing a good job, you know? Yeah, and then, you know, it had its run. Like, we had, we had a, like, that stuff going. And then. 
and then the sound was the problem was the sound, you know, for a little while, you know, especially in the beginning, because me and Phil disagreed about how it should sound. I was right, he was wrong, and then like, you know, and then the show just had this like period of just like hits and misses. Um, but then now, like recently, we've been seeing like more consistent crowds and more like people really wanting to come there for comedy. So the, we built some good groundwork where we've had some amazing people come and do amazing acts and then people would like tell their friends about it and then be like, dude, you know, you have no idea what we just saw. You should have been here tonight, that kind uh, of thing. And we had a few of those and amazing I made some people. friends there at Caravan. Yeah. We've, we've had some amazing stuff happen there, so... I, I mean, I'd say when I talk about crazy, I don't have to, it doesn't have to be bad. So it's like one of the most memorable. <laughs> is every night's memorable. The night Hooves was doing jokes, everybody was laughing, but there was this guy just being really obnoxious. And he 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 made fun of this other guy's wife. Oh, yeah, I was and that's then, the one I was going to talk about. And then, bring it up. And, and, then it dude, up. and then dude just punched. Dude just punched the dude, just decked him. I was like, you need to get out of here. <laughs> the guy who was heckling or I was the like, guy's wife? Or was, the, the guy who was The married. wife was telling everybody to shut up yeah. so that she can hear hooves. Because <laughs> people were like murmuring in the background, of course. And she thinks it's homeboy sitting behind. It was him. Though. Oh, it was him. Yeah. And so then. No, I want to say, it was, I thought it was someone else next to him. No. Nah. They were sitting at the bar. And then he was standing right behind him over by the pool table. Oh, yeah. And he was just making a big mess of himself. And he went up that night, too. He did go up that night. And he went, he went up that night and did very poorly. And, yeah. And I gave he him took right it some home. kind of way. Like, it was it was their fault. It was yeah. the couple? No, he thought it was the audience's fault. Oh. Like, he fucked up. I gave him a ride home because I felt bad. And then I've, gave, I've given a couple rando people rides home at the showcases or open mics. Which I shouldn't. Cause you it's, should not. Do I know, but I still did. Because that's just how nice I am. I'm a nice person. You're an amazing person. I'm a nice person. And you know what, though? I really feel like if if I felt, if anyone that I was with saying, hey, I'm giving this person... That's because I'll tell people, like, I'm giving this person a ride home. And yeah. they're like, okay, well, are you sure? I'm like, yeah, no. I, I get a pretty good read on people, but then again, who knows? But this one time, I did give someone a ride home. And I think he was... I thought he was deaf, only because the way he was talking. You know what I mean? Like... I'm not trying to say I'm deafist, but I just assumed he was because I would call him too and he wouldn't turn. And then uh, I told someone, hey, I'm giving him a ride home. And, I, and she's, he's like, are you sure? And I'm like, yeah, he's fine. He's harmless. And he's like, I'm like, he's deaf, you know, he's disabled. And then uh, my friend yells out, hey, Michael. And he turns around and then he looks at me and I was just like, maybe he's deaf in one ear. Who knows? I wasn't, I wasn't worried at all. And so now I see him a lot at some shows, which is really funny recording. But I think he already knew about the events prior to oh, yeah. me. You know what I mean? Because it's San Jose. It's very small. I've seen him at like Cher Love show and someone other else's show. But then it was funny because Cher kept calling him like Steve. <laughs> and his name is Michael. She's like, Steve, Steve, Steve. And then I'm like, your name's Michael, right? <laughs> so the guy he's like, yeah, I'm like, okay, I was just making sure because I don't think she knows your name's Michael. And so when she said, Steve, Steve, I'm like, his name's Michael. And she's like, oh, my gosh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> That's really funny. Name drop. Okay, so back to, um, I don't know how we got to creepy people, right? So, oh, yeah, so that was the most memorable. I'm glad you brought that one up because that was the one I was going to bring up because they gave that guy a ride home. Wow. 
Yeah. But I never saw him again. Or, you know, he's never been to the caravan, right? Uh, he's been back like a couple times. Oh, you have? He's alive? I mean, yeah, he exists as a human being. Okay. <laughs> as a human being? Jeez. Yeah, he lives that Is there life. aliens? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> what? That might be true. Yeah. No, I believe it. I Right now, I just felt like the X-Files <laughs> song came on in my head. Ding, 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 ding. Okay. Um, what else? All right. Well, where are you going to be at next? Uh, tomorrow, I got a show up in the city over at uh, Del Parada. And then um, after that, I don't know, we're going to go to Sacramento to go pick Wendy up. And then we're going to go. That's this weekend. To Coos Bay. Yeah. That's going to be that's gonna be dope. Yeah. That's going to be dope. And then um, who are you rolling with? Pete, Wendy? Yeah, Pete. And yourself. Wendy and myself. You sure? What's Faco. your Oh, and Faco, hey, yeah. be sure to uh, drop your handle. Where can they find more of you? Yeah, I think we might do like a live. We might go live in the car or something like that. I'll try and convince Yes, you. do the go live on the Facebook for sure, Instagram. Well, yeah, we're going to a place. Hey, guys, we're going to a place. <laughs> we're going to Here, a we're place. at this place. We're going. <laughs> Yay! We're at the place now. You're at the place now. But where can they find more about you, Atu? Where, like, what's your Instagram? Find me and listen. Find you. What does he mean, find me and listen? I don't know. This is Atu Walker, so go ahead and try and find him. Because <laughs> he doesn't want to drop his handle. But no, no, no. You can find me at Mr. Walker. There we go. Jeez, Basically, I had to beat him with a freaking... Yeah. I'm shy, man. And he wasn't like this before. Guy. This the only person talking right now is me and you, dude. <laughs> like, there's no. You making one. me nervous. Uh, this is gonna be dope because uh, you're gonna listen to this and be like, I'm gonna <laughs> listen to five seconds of this. Bing, turn it off. <laughs> but uh, thank you, everyone, for listening. Nah, I think we got like really deep, and then like we. It got a little moment. dark. It got yeah. a little dark. Don't worry. See now, there's. We're light. very introspective. I think we both see therapists or something. Yeah. No, I've seen a therapist. Yeah, yeah it, it did wonders for me. It's life changing. Yeah, my life is fun. Anxiety stuff is great. Did you say anxiety? Yeah. Yeah, no, I I totally get it. And that's why we're here to help each other. So if anyone has any type of anxiety, depression, talk about it. You know, find a group. Talk to uh, Atu Walker or myself, PX Floro. Come find us. We'll be more than happy. But don't be creepy. Yeah, man. Because creepy is like, you know, Mm -mm. it's like, yeah. Because there's some creeps out there. Just saying. Uh, I know some. I know some. Yeah. You put them together and then it's just a lot of creeps. Yeah. Just And don't be weird, bro. And on that note, uh, we're going to cut this. <laughs> we're going to cut this because we don't want any more creeps. Mm-hmm. Uh, Who are creeps? I don't know. I'm just saying. Uh, what? You really want me to name drop some creeps right now? Nah, dude. I don't yeah, that's to... what I'm saying. I'm not trying to the know blast no too creeps. Long. Yeah, no. See? So you know who I'm talking about. You know, you know who you are. If you're thinking, am I the creep? You probably are. <laughs> Whoever's listening to this right now. Yeah. Um, but uh, thank you guys for listening. Thank you so much, Atu, for <laughs> doing the podcast. That I said minimum half hour or to an hour, whatever. We got into a flow. Yeah. I know, but I ate pasta and now I'm like ready to fall asleep. And I got to be up. I got to be up at 530 in the morning. We have day jobs. So those who are listening, mm-hmm. people who see us. 
in the scene in the, in the circuit the people who see us in the circuit yeah they know we're the sure. most tired because we work the whole day <laughs> and, and we like did thought processes on another level we yes. use our left and right brain uh left are you left-handed I, I'm not really but so then he does try. not use the right side of his brain <laughs> Okay. I just say it. these are all jokes. These are all jokes. We friends. We friends. Yeah. Um, okay. So now I gotta try harder. Uh, uh, try harder for what? People love Atu, Mr. Atu Walker. Mm-hmm. Find him. Instagram, Facebook. Yeah. Snap. Are you on Snapchat? You're not on Snapchat anymore. Yeah, I am on Snapchat. You're back on the snaps. I, I like. I low key kind of came in there like, yo, I'm back, but I didn't yeah, really holler at nobody. Yeah, like, but you oh. told me that Riri. Told you. No, but I just wanted to. There was some snaps I missed. Yeah, see, you know, I, 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 I missed Serena's I snaps. Do. Serena Williams. Serena got Serena. Serena Williams is on Snapchat, and like she be having the best snaps, yo. I gotta watch her. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't even know how I got in that exclusive club or whatever she be dropping on it. <laughs> <You know, like, laughs> dude, man, like Serena Williams. Serena Find Williams. her on the Snapchat. Find she, her on the Snapchat. She's, she's fire on Snapchat right there. That's the, probably the only reason why I even went back to it. Just no so Jenner. I can watch. Yeah, I don't know. I don't watch any of the Kardashians. Good. Well, she's not a Kardashian. She's a Jenner. Uh, yeah. But yeah. Okay. All right. Well, uh, thank you. Was that, like an, that was like a weird old <laughs> This is what I watch. I watch these particular yeah. shows. It's all Serena all Williams. Serena Williams. That's who you got yeah. to watch. Don't watch me, but watch Serena Williams. Yeah. Uh, again, find them on the Snapchat, the Instagram. Um, it was such a pleasure. Atu. We'll have to do this again. We haven't seen the last of you. Yeah. You haven't seen the last of me. We'll definitely be seeing each other. And again, they catch you every Wednesday night at the Caravan Lounge. At the Caravan Lounge, and the you Caravan Lounge will Lounge. be hitting up Oregon with uh, Mr. Pete Munoz yeah. and Wendy and Luis and Faco. Um, what yeah. city are you guys going to be in? Do you know what city? We're going to Coos Bay. Coos Bay. That's right. Okay. And then we got a show in Sacramento. All right. So if you're listening and you're out that way, be sure to check them out. Mm-hmm. Sacramento, Coos Bay, Mr. Atu Walker. Again, thank you so much doing this you're listening to the pretty extreme podcast have a wonderful life